Welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Krellen, CEO of the American Influencer Association. Today, our guest is American Influencer Award winner, Jenny Bowie, the queen of bling. Jenny shares her incredible journey of survival from escaping the jungles of Cambodia to living in a camp in Vietnam. You will be inspired by Jenny's perseverance and strength. And now, here's your host, Josh Skinner. Hi, it's Josh Skinner, and welcome to the American Influencer Real Talk. I'm here today with a very special guest. I'm thrilled to have her. It's the queen of bling, Jenny Bowie. Welcome. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here to my, for my interview. Yeah. So I, I know, I think everybody know I'm Jenny Bowie. Uh, Queen of Bling, Cardi B nail tag. I heard that you just uh, worked with Cardi B recently. Yes. Oh, how was how was that like? Uh, it's good. I I just do her Grammy nail. Wow. Yeah. And now I hear, and I actually was there. You won this year the American Influencer Award. Yes, I was so happy and exciting. Like I, when I go on the stage, I don't really know what to say. You know, I'm so nervous. It was a huge event at the Dolby Theater. Tyra Banks, Kim Kardashian, and yes. you won. Yes. Why were you nervous? Because the, I didn't know I gonna won. Because <laughs> I, I never, you know, I, I always think about negative. I never think about positive. Oh, well, we got to keep thinking about positive always. Yes. <laughs> so, and my husband say, you the queen, <laughs> you the queen, uh, everybody know you. Like I'm, I say, oh, do I that look like that famous? You know, like you are. Yeah. Well, let me ask you probably the most obvious question. How did you start incorporating bling into nails? Uh, in year 2000, I started doing my nail like 1990 something. And then year 2000, one of my friends, he, she sent me a book from Japan like um, a lot of bling but they put the bling with the gel all over the bling i said let me create the one that don't don't put the gel all over the bling and i keep play around keep play around and my customer come in i say let me do one for free and then she like it and then other people see it and they love it and and everybody follow uh, everybody and then that time is no social media is no nothing and I only do uh, around the neighborhood. And the neighborhood is only me, myself, and I do only the bling, you know, like, like, and I say, oh, wow, my bling really, really make, like, grow, like, people like it. And the customer keep follow, follow, follow. And then one day, I do um, Yandy Smith, and she said, Jenny, you're so talented. Why you don't put, uh, you know, your your thing in the social media like Instagram. I said, what is Instagram? I don't even know what is Instagram. And she she helped me to to you know to make a name and then password and my salon name is Nail on Seven. And then I say, okay, so let me put Nail on Seven. That's why my Nail on Seven still have now. You know, I, I cannot change because everybody already know Nail, what is Nail on Seven. And you have almost 1 million followers, yes. Jenny. What is that like? Uh, I try to make my social media like everybody like it. Like I try to, every time I do fun stuff, I posing. And, and this day people say, Jenny, you have to post your picture too. Not only your nail, like you, you are like influencer. And then I say, oh my God, I look, I, I don't look really cute. And, and I say, oh, okay, sometimes I do a little photo shoot and then I just put some of my picture in there. Was there an exact moment that you thought, wow, I'm really successful. This really took off. 
Yeah, I'm really happy, um, successful because I have my husband Billy Billy Boy. So he helped me a lot too. You know, like when I'm in Harlem, I'm in l- little salon, and he say, "Baby, you now you a little famous, and then I should uh, build you a private room." And he built me a private room in the Bronx, and then I'm really happy with my private room because not a lot of people bother me. It's only the the people that make appointment and can see me. And every time I walk out my salon, oh my God, Jenny, can I take picture with you? Like I feel like so exciting, like make people happy. What is that like to know that you're making people oh my feel God, better? Like, I don't know how to say it. Look like you win lotto, like oh. that. You know, like the feeling, like that. Like you make the whole world like happy. Now you were born in Cambodia. Did you have a, a big dream to come to America? Um, before I don't know what is America. I tell you the truth, and then um, you know, I, when I live in Cambodia, and until I'm five years old, my family lived so good. Like in since I'm born until I'm five. And then they after nineteen ninety seven or nineteen uh seventy nine, and then the war come, mm. the Khmer Rouge, they call Khmer Rouge, and then they come in, they say, oh, you guys have to leave the house only for a couple of day, and then you guys can return home. And my parents don't carry any money, don't carry any gold because back then they use gold to to exchange stuff, and then my parents don't carry anything, so we don't have nothing. And for four or five years, wow. but nothing to eat. And we had to eat anything, whatever we see, we eat. And for then, five years, you, yeah, you for didn't five know where years. the and next food. And I used food. to eat the, the papaya tree. I cut off and then scra- scrap the inside and cook it and eat it with saw. And then all our mouths have infection. Really? Yeah, and we don't have shoes, we don't have clothes. We live in the jungle and no house, no nothing. For five years? Yes. How did you get out of that? We get out because the soldier of the Vietnam, Vietnam, they the, a lot of soldier go help us. And then we, my parents plan that don't want to live in Cambodia, and we run to Thailand. And I thought Thailand is good too. And then we together in the camp. And then one night they say, oh, we're gonna take you guys go to another camp better. And we believe it, and they take us back to the Khmer Rouge. No. Yeah, and in the, over there is like so dangerous. And my parents decide to run again. And at nine, my parents run, and then you were nine years old again. No, that time, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm nine years old. Wow. And then my parents, uh, my mom wanna wait for her friend for one second, and my my dad walk first, and we all separate. The whole family separate because the the country is so high, and you cannot scream. And soon you walk, and you cannot find each other. And we all separate. And me and my brother, my little brother is younger than me. He he like uh, three years younger than me. And then only me, my mom, and my little brother, and we separate. And we and we have to cross the river. Lucky my mom know how to swim. So say me and my brother, my little brother, and then we keep walking. And the Thai people family like, oh my God, where you guys go? You guys, and we don't even speak Thai. And then and then they say us. One family say us, husband and wife just pregnant, about to have baby. And then we live there for three months. And they say, oh, if you guys hire immigrant or something in the house, we're going to find you like million, million dollars. And then they don't have million dollars. They are poor country, you know. Like they have farm to plant the, the, the vegetable and stuff to eat. That's it. And then we walk again for the 
we walk on the street and we whatever I see the guy like wear a hat look like my father I, I stop them and I, I thought it's my father it's, it's like so sad you know and we walk we walk and then we go to the farm with the camp and then I met my brother oh. and we thought it's good and we lived there for a couple more days and my brother leave us again because he with his fiance, my older brother, he, he with his fiance and they changed to another camp. And then they li- he leave us again and me and my bro- my little brother, we lived there for like two, three weeks and they say, oh, I take you to another camp. I thought, you know, take me to another camp. I can meet my whole family. Who know they drop us at the mountain and that mountain is all bum. No. Yeah, it's all bum and you see, you, you can see like people old parents they throw their old parents away like they cannot take their old parents down the mountain because the mountain is all bomb and all people die at the side just the little street you can walk and if you walk soon you walk wrong a little bit the bomb they step the bomb and it die i i i see myself like seven people die in front of me with the bomb like they stepped on a bomb yes a, a mine yes and uh, all over the side all that people with maggot it's like even now i still like thinking you know like it's very sad and then i walk six months without shoe without no home no nothing like a homeless and then we walk and then sometimes we ask people for food some people nice people give us some people not nice they don't give to us and no shoe no nothing i walk until my feet is all blister yes you know the rock is red red rock under the third world country right and it's really burn you and the sun hit the rock is really hot how did you get out of this and then i walked six months to cambodia and my sister my my older sister she live in france she tell her her parent-in-law to looking for us and they find me they find me and my mother and my brother and my little brother and when i i've forgot to tell you when i go down the mountain i meet my second older brother oh. yeah my se- lucky have my second older brother walk with us if not me and my mother probably we die already yeah and then we walk six months to cambodia my sister find us and then take us to vietnam take us to vietnam i thought like we're gonna have a good life and their parent-in-law is poor too you know every day we have only a little right to eat sometimes my mom don't even eat because because my mom always you know she have a good heart she don't care about herself she just let the family eat and then and then sometimes she don't really have food my mom have a bad bad life too mm. and then the vietnam government say oh no more immigrant in the house <laughs> yeah and then they send us to the camp so that camp is it's a little better because they give us food we give up a little right to cook and stuff like that <laughs> And um, my mom, she she makes something to sell, so we make uh, like enough stuff to buy a living, like buy food to eat, and um, couple more, like one year, two year, and we f- I find my dad in America. Yeah, because everybody write a letter to China, you know, like yeah. the China address never change. So every my family write letter to China, and we find everybody. What was that like when you found your dad? Oh, we happy. And my dad, they just come to America. They don't have money either. And then some, she, he don't really spend money and he works so hard in the restaurant, be a, a chef. So seven days. And he sent us like one, 
couple more months, like every couple months, a hundred dollar. So a, a hundred dollar is is enough for us to live, you know. So we live a little better, like. And every year I have only three set of clothes to wear, like until New Year. Every time New Year, we so happy we have new clothes. And then those clothes, you know, after three after year, the clothes is start ripping. Yeah, and then every New Year we so happy like oh I have new clothes again. How did how did you make it to America? I make it to America. I go to Canada first. My older brother he in Canada and he sponsor us. My father tried to sponsor us. His income is too low and they don't let. And then my older brother sponsor us to Canada. Yes. Wow. What was it like when you finally made it over here to Canada after going through all of those? After I come to Canada, I've been through a lot too, you know, like my my father, my brother have a family and he have to support me, my mom and my other brother. But we, when we ca- just come, we don't know what language, you mm. know, it's very hard. And then I go to school for ESL and I go pear picking, uh, uh, strawberry picking, like a basket, they give you... 10 cent, 5 cent. Per basket? Yeah, like you go picking that back then, 5 cent, 10 cent. Is, you can buy candy, you can buy a lot of stuff too, you know, like back then. And then I work, I, I work like every summer, I go pear picking, uh, strawberry picking for living a little bit. Yeah, and um, you know, in Canada, like, like uh, you go to school, they give you like $79 a month to spend. So I spend that money to, to buy lunch because before lunch is like a dollar something. So it, I make it. And then when I turn like 18 and stuff, I go work in the restaurant. And you know, when you turn 18 and you are a little like pretty and those boys keep using like, oh, I need this, I need that. And I'm tired. Like only one table tell me like 10 times. Oh, I need napkin. Oh, I need spoon. I say, oh no, I cannot work here. (laughs) (laughs) And And my mom say, yeah, don't work there. And then... And then I go to high school, and I don't like school at all. And then I, I have only three more months to finish my high school. I drop out. And then one of my brother' best friend, he is a dentist. He say, "How about you come work work for me?" And I don't know nothing. And first day I go work, like they had to to do surgery, cut the, and I pass out. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and then she say, she she say um. He he say like oh you cannot work here and I say can I try and then he say okay and then I try and then and then uh, after three months or something and I get married and I come to New York and how did you get started in the nail profession? My nail profession like I go to beauty school for cosmetology. And I do hair first, and I don't like hair. <laughs> Why didn't I you think, like hair? I think hair is very hard for me. Like, I have to blow dry. I have to, <laughs> you know, perm the hair. You know, every every hair is different texture. I think it's very hard for me. And I, I say, let me go try the nail. And I go to a lot of nail salon to watch them. And they say, oh, my God, what are you doing here? I say, oh, I just want to look what you guys are doing. And they say, oh, my God, you waste a lot of time. They don't know what I try to do. And they say, oh, you waste a lot of time every day you, you come here and stuff. And I say, yeah, I want to learn how to do nail, but I don't have money. And then, you know, like that. And then they let me stay there watching and 
my sister-in-law like she say i open a nail salon and then you can come work for me and first i start i don't know how to do nail i learn how to do pedicure and i do pedicure people cuss me out you know i i work in the area is all jamaican people and i don't really speak english and then um, they treat me so bad yeah i'm sorry that you went yeah they treat me so bad and i say oh i cannot do pedicure and then i learn myself to do nail on my own nail until my my hand my cuticle everything is bleeding because i learned myself and yeah that's how i start myself and three months later i opened a little salon myself me and my, me and i work in there for two years no worker because i have no money to hire worker and then i moved to um harlem and then harlem i think is a good business like sometimes i go see those nail salon is kind of busy i say oh maybe i should move on and my old salon just near my house is walks like two steps and my mom say you really want to move to move to harlem i say mom over here have no money i have to go and he say okay so i go there and it's not bad like make my living better yeah. How did you meet Cardi B? I meet Cardi B, um, you know, like after I do Yandy now, my Instagram is a little, a little follower, like almost about maybe like 150K. And then she came and first time she came, she asked my husband, like, I want Jenny to do my nail and I'm so busy and I can. And my worker, one of my worker do her nail and she don't like it. And she comes second time. She asked my husband again. And my husband asked me, I want Jenny to do my nail. Do she have time? And my we don't know who is she. but Was she I, famous then? No. No, okay. And, um, and uh, my husband asked me, can you do her nail? This is her second time here. I said, oh, I, I say, let me check my schedule. And I have one cancel. So I can take her. And since then, I do her nail until now. But I really don't know who is she. Yeah. What has it been like to watch her career completely explode? It's been amazing, right? Yeah, it's very amazing. Like, make me like, you know, I'm my American dream mm. come true, you know? And the work that you do is amazing. You are an artist. Like, yeah, let's talk about the American dream really quickly. What is that like to, you went through so much just to get over here. It doesn't get lost on you, your success of wh where you've come from and where you are. It, it make me want to work more hard. It make me like, don't give up, keep going, you know, like, and I, I, I think always thinking on my mind, I have five kids to fit. So I have to to um, keep going up. What would you say to your fans that want to be just like you? Any I advice? Tell, I tell my fan had to be humble and, you know, and working hard. Don't give up. How do you not give up? Because so many people, they do. But this day, I inspire a lot of people. A lot of people don't give up. They always write on my DM and saying thank you to me because I inspire them. It must feel good. Yes, I yeah. feel good. Yeah. What's next for you, Jenny? Next for me, I just want to teach about my skill around the world. So, you know, I'm already 50. I don't know how long I'm going to live. I want to split my talent to everyone in the world. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our show. A beautiful interview. Thank you for sharing your heart and your story. You're, you are an incredible woman. So I, I can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank we will you. be rooting alongside you. And again, congratulations on your American Influencer Award. Thank we're, you. We're proud of you.
Thank you. And if they want more information on you, where do they go? They can um, DM me or email me on my page, you know, on my bio. I have an email address. It, on your website? I'm going to create a website. Oh. I keep saying I want to create a website. I keep waiting and I, I cannot find anybody to do it. I can I can hook you up with some people. Really? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. And if they want to follow you on Instagram, it's Nails on 7th. Yeah. I have two pages, Nails on 7th and Jenny Spa underscore b okay and underscore spa okay that's awesome and it's jenny uh your it's nails on seven right yes okay awesome well don't forget to follow her on all of social media and thank you so much for being such an incredible woman thank you we'll talk to you soon thank you thanks for listening to our conversation with jenny buoy you can keep up with our latest episode by visiting us at aiaawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform the American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and edited and produced by Michael Sykes. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now, here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Hey, it's Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on The Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week. Live fast and dye your hair. Manic Panic, the original badass beauty brand. New York City sisters and OG punk rock influencers Tish and Snooki started the hair color revolution and continue to set trends in real time. After over 40 years, the world has finally caught up to the Manic Panic vision. Manic Panic hair color was vegan and cruelty free before it was lit. It's always been tested on celebrities, not animals. Independently owned and nobody's bitches, Tish and Snooki donate 15% of annual net profits to a variety of charities. They don't just sell it, they live it.